0: Welcome back, Business Gal Pals. This week, I'm talking with Debbie Sipowitz about the importance of energetic profit. It's an interesting term, I know, and I'm really looking forward to diving into this subject with her. Debbie is a messaging strategist and lifelong spiritual seeker. She began her career as the co-founder of a Silicon Valley software startup and found herself six years later, at the age of 32, co-leading a 65-person company after spending years honing her marketing skills and studying spiritual principles, she is now deeply committed to helping heartfelt women leaders create businesses that are both in alignment and financially successful. I just love the marrying of those two things, Debbie. Mm. I'm so excited to talk to you today about this idea of energetic profit and you know what that entails and why it's so important. But first, give us the origin of your business and how it came to be. Well, thanks so much for having me.
1: And first of all, I, I love this topic too. I feel like I could talk all day long. So I'm super excited to be here, but I, I would say, yeah, it, in describing what I do, the, like the first half of my life was all spent in my head space, I would say. And the second half it, operating more from my heart. And today I just do this marriage, like in the in my business, I really make a conscious effort to combine both of them. And I'm like, it started in this work hard to succeed motto that we all, so many of us grew up with. But I I feel like I did that on steroids, like I'm as a, you know, the A student, the Ivy League education, all of it. And that's what led me to that business, co-founding a business when I was 26 that, yeah, by the time I was 32, we were co-running a 65-person company. And it was awesome in so many levels. Like I, I learned so much about business, about startups, about marketing. And, you know, all by the time I was 30, but of course, like so many of these stories go like internally was a different story. And, and for me at 32, it all kind of came crashing down where I, I, I was, I failed, like I, my marriage was failing, my health was failing. And it was a real wake up call for me. And this was from a girl who never failed at anything really. So there was a lot of shame that happened, a lot of fear set in and a lot of, a whole lot of healing had to happen. And um, that's when I kind of took this deep dive into spirituality and energy work into metaphysics. And it really, and really took a minute to heal my body and heal my mind really. And when I, I came out the other side as a, I I felt like a new person. I I mean, I totally was a new person. I, I didn't think the same way. I didn't look at life the same way. And it was, and so when I went to start something else, like I always loved marketing, but I I uh, didn't want to, I couldn't, I wouldn't actually go back to that way of, you know, that like hustle and grind mentality. So anyway, that's when I became obsessed with copywriting and messaging. And I, I just created this low key business that really worked for me. And, and by low key, I don't mean, uh, I mean, energetically, not financially speaking, because financial success is super important to me, but it's just so, it's just equally important that I en- enjoying the journey and creating a business that I could do on my schedule and managing my energy and still help people at a deep level, but all without that stress of trying to get somewhere. And so that's why today I work um, like with one on one on one because it works for me. And I, I just love working with heartfelt women, whether it's but whether I'm writing a sales page for, um, you know, somebody gr- scaling their business to seven figures or, a messaging a VIP day where I'm working with a, somebody who's just starting out and trying to get clear on what their offer is and who their audience is. Either way, I, I leave feeling energized. And that's so important to me because I feel like this idea of energetic profit is just as important as the financial profit.
0: I definitely agree. I think you really experienced that firsthand with that burnout early on and saying yeah. that those other important parts of your life were failing and I mean, kudos to you for being able to just have the awareness to recognize that. So many, I think, butt up against that. And they continue to just push through on the career front, on the financial front, because we have this odd belief that somehow if we make that skyrocket, everything else will just fall into place. And uh, it definitely is not the case. So. Tell us a little bit more about this idea of energetic profit. How would you define that for those that are kind of perking up their ears and thinking, huh, what exactly does that mean? (laughs) Well, I think it's such a a great question,
1: I think, because I think so many people think of profit in business strictly in financial terms, which, of course, is totally legitimate. That's what we've been taught. But just like profit is sort of loosely defined as is that, is that difference between amount earned and amount spent, I would say um, I think you can look at energy like that as well. It's like minimizing the energetic spend and maximizing the energetic growth. Um, and by <clears throat> minimizing energy, I don't mean sitting on the couch doing nothing. I, I mean, it's like, how can you work more effortlessly? How can you spend as little um, effort put as as you can by being in alignment with being in flow with what you're doing and being in alignment with how you're doing it. And then you come out the other side so much higher on the energetic scale and um, you know more happy, like joyful, at peace, energized by life versus feeling drained or um, at the end of the day. And I, I really think it's an important metric to keep track of because it's like those moments, you know, those moments you have where you you know, you've grown because you don't react the same way you used to. And that's, that's to me what it's all about. Cause I, I think of business as equal parts, personal growth and financial rewards. And, and that's just the game we're playing. That's how you, that's how you measure it. So that's how I would just find it.
0: When you can, you know, earn those dollars on the back of that effortless work, you're really standing in your zone of genius. And somehow we've adopted this idea that we have to work hard. We have Mm -hmm, to strive. mm -hmm. We have to push the envelope energetically for us to qualify as a success. And I just want to challenge that business gal pals, you know, look at how many people have been striving and pushing and and don't see that financial return, Mm -hmm. right? So it isn't necessarily this magic formula of one plus one equals two. It really is finding that ease and flow where it's almost like, one minus one equals (laughs) 20,000, you know, when you have the idea and have the excitement and then be able to make it all happen from, like you said, that joyful space, there is so much more peace. And I think that translates into that universal abundance kind of law of attraction energy space where you're actually drawing in more to you because it's, it's that reflection of you bouncing back.
1: I mean, you know, honestly, there's, in my mind, no doubt about it. I mean, because first of all, I think the working hard mantra that we've, well, I should say a lot of us grew up with, it's, it's, it's perfectly like understandable that we would have this same mantra as adults, like, because that's what we've, we've been trained at the, from the get go, if you're in the school system, that there's, a right way to do something, a wrong way to do something and, you know, work hard equals success. Like that's the, for, that's the formula we all grew up with. But I just know, I, I just know if you look at it from a different perspective, like what vibration you're operating in makes a huge difference. And I, I like to use this example. Like if you're, If you think of a time when you're like high on life, you know, like everything's going your way. You just won the lotto. You've got the love of your life, you know, like you're, things can't go wrong. You're just like attracting so much energy. People want to be around that energy. People are like, I'll have what she's having kind of, and it's like, it's so you're, you're in so much more, you're such a more powerful position at that in a more powerful position at that point, because you, you're attracting that same energy, but, but the opposite is true as well. So if you're operating from a place of working hard and striving and, and a desperation energy where you're, um, you know, nothing's going your way, you can't fill your programs, you're living in fear, like who wants to be around that energy? Like no one. And so it, it just takes more effort to get to the same result. If you're operating in a low vibration or a high vibration and, it it makes a world of difference.
0: Definitely, yeah. It's definitely something where people want to work with you when they feel like they're going to be elevated by True. you. Definitely, yeah. And vibration is real, gal <coughs> I know a lot of people question that and wonder about that, but it, you know even if you just look on the physical plane, when the atoms around a fire are vibrating rapidly, you put your finger close to it, your the atoms in your fingers start to vibrate rapidly. And then that's heat. That's, that's like, ouch, mm-hmm. that's really hot, right? So that vibrational exchange is true also in the spiritual energetic plane. It's not just in the physical plane. Um, and so just understanding that that's a real thing can help us a lot. But how, how would you say, Debbie, that we help ourselves step up into that higher vibration when we do feel like everything's been going wrong? We feel like it hasn't been working out you know, sometimes that can feel really contradictory to say, oh, it's not working. This didn't fill up. This didn't happen, but I need to be high energy and high vibe. And, and how do we, you know, actually get there and not just fake it and slap on a smile. It's like they, they call it in the spiritual world as
1: spiritual bypass, where you just put on the happy face and say, well, it's all a lesson learned. Let's move on. But I, there's, there's so many ways to look at it, but there's one, if you can, flip the switch and realize that everything is working out for you. Like that, that was a huge lesson for me because we, I think we grow, or at least for me, grow up in this world of black and white, like right and wrong. Like we were talking about earlier or failure and success, but what if there was no failure? What if you could look at it? Like failure was just a a step forward or a course correction. Like if you, if you really, if you believe as I do, I know not everybody does, but if you believe that there's a, there's a, a plan for you, like the, if you could look at your life from 3000 feet up, you can see that the course corrections along the way. I mean, it's, it's sort of like playing, like when you play golf, like w- what fun would the game of golf be if you got a hole in one every single time, it just wouldn't be fun. Right. I mean, the, the whole idea is to to keep learning and growing and getting better. And in order to do that, you've got to have those missteps along the way. So to me, it's almost like a perspective shift. Like, can you just, can you look at it a different way instead of pretending like it's not there because it's there, but what, what, what can you learn from it and, and take away and see the
0: gifts in it and then move on? Yeah. That's a great point to see the gifts in it. I love that. I think that is definitely the way to really genuinely step into that high vibration because the truth is things, things do go bad. You know, life isn't all sunshine and rainbows. Things Mm -hmm. happen and we fail at things and stuff goes wrong. And we have to be able to just say, okay, what is this telling me next? I mean, yeah, I think what you said, sometimes failure is, is clearing the path almost Mm -hmm. and just trying to help you find that direction that is actually the the right one if we're going to use those terms right and wrong you know maybe it's just a sign of a misstep or you know a wrong turn taken but
1: but or maybe you're being divinely guided in a new direction too because I I think that especially for somebody who you know again like I grew up knowing how to be the best at things. Like I just, that was my MO for literally half of my life. And, and that it's just like that idea that there's a perfect way, like that you, I'm just saying from my perspective, it's like that idea, like that you could go through life doing everything right. And by doing so nothing bad would ever happen. And that's just so false that's not possible and i think of even the worst things that happen in my life i have been an enormous gift like my my little health crisis our major health crisis was an enormous gift because it shifted me towards all the things that I find so incredibly valuable in life right now. It's like, I I just, I don't know that I would have made that turn on my own. There's gifts in everything if you can see it that way.
0: So what are some of the ways we can protect our energy and maximize our energetic profit when it comes to operating in business?
1: I think it all starts and ends with knowing yourself because again, like I'm all about energy. I'm all about being in alignment with your energy and like really understanding your boundaries, listening to your body. I just, I, I was a health coach for a short while. And I just, I got to the point where I could really listen to my body in the sense, like what foods were working for it and what foods aren't. And it's the same, the same concept when you're listening to your body, like you're listening to your stress levels. You're And I, I think, but I think most of all, like if you want to maximize your energetic profit, it's really, it's understanding your own definition of success. And you know, it's funny because it seems easy, but it's really not because we're influenced by so many external factors out there when it, that are out of our control, when it comes to telling us what success is or what it should look like. And I think it's especially true for those who are starting out. Um, I I was listening to this webinar the other day where they were, I I felt like they were really shaming people, not intentionally, but um, for what, because they were describing what they called, they were calling it a hobby business. Like for anybody that wasn't making six figures, they were just like describing this group of people as if they were just playing or playing small. And it, it so bothered me because I just, I don't believe that. I think there are a lot of people for whom creating a solid, successful small business is really what they want. And I'm I'm working with somebody right now who actually, she told me literally a week ago, she said, I don't, I don't want to work full time. I never want to work full time again. Like even if it is my business, I, I just have too many things, other things I want to do with my life. And I totally respect that life is short. And so it's just like here's what I know. It's like it takes enormous courage and effort, energy to jump into something you've never done before. Like starting a business. So I'm just saying kudos to anyone willing to do it at at any level. (laughs) You don't want to stress about um, being or not being someone else's definition of success. Like to maximize profit, I just, I feel like you have to know what success means to you, really understand what part of your business that lights you up and, you know, leaves you feeling energized and doing, you know, more of that. But I would also say, it's also reminding yourself that business just like life is it's, it's not about getting to the end. I mean, it's about enjoying, you know, the journey along the way. I think that's,
0: I think we forget that a
1: lot somehow.
0: I couldn't agree more. I think that that noise is so loud out there about, you know, six figures being the base for success. And then multi-six figures, you're you're sort of getting into a successful place. And then it's that seven-figure business that's constantly sold as you finally made it. And you know, they never share very much. Those, you know, those are all top line revenue numbers. They mm-hmm. don't share very much how much is really going into all of that. They might have a six-figure business and they've got multiple five figures in mm-hmm. ad spend, let mm-hmm. alone their overhead and contractors and you know, what you end up with at the end of the day, as long as it's enough for you and your lifestyle and the things that you want out of life, I think that's a huge success. Yeah. Um, You know, I've had a client even who had some health issues and change up at jobs and different stuff. And she's trying to build this business on the side and she was ready to quit. And we were talking about it. And I was like, what if you sold to two clients in the whole year? And made enough money to fund all of your overhead and a little bit extra, would that be good enough? And she's like, oh my God, that would be great. She's like, exactly. I didn't even think about that as an option, you know, and, and she could continue to grow her business in the process and get more visible and settle things down in her everyday life.
1: Well, exactly. And I just, I always, I feel like that's why I love what you do so much. And I also, I, what if we measured success by how much we enjoyed the journey? Like it just, it's so different because there is no, end goal. And you know, why is it like not successful to be 20 K like that? I I just so just, I couldn't disagree more with that concept that if you're, if you've gone from zero starting a business and bringing in 20 K, you know, I'm just like bowing to your perseverance for getting there. It's, it's huge. It is huge. And so, yeah, I have, I take issue with anybody calling that somehow less than. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I mean, my
0: first year in business, I was in the red my second year of yes. business, I made it in the black, but I, it was $200. I was yeah. $200 positive in my business profit yeah. for the year. And I <laughs> celebrated every single dollar for of that you. because yes. I did it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I ran this business and it worked out and I kept my overhead low and sure my revenue was low, but it, it all worked out for the positive. And that's what we're working towards. And, you know, if you talk to some of the more successful people, you'll hear about years where they were in the negative, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. three years. And so why all of a sudden is there this shift in online business where we're like, right out the gate, you should be making so much. It's okay to let it unfold and to let it be a soft journey and not be shouting all of these things out into the world and just doing you. And just like you said, enjoying the process I mean, most of us get into business because we want to help people. We're Mm -hmm. not like we wake up one day and we're like, you know, I think I'd like to make a ton of money. I'm going to start a business. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Leaning into our superpower and bringing that to the world. And if we're not enjoying that at four figures and five figures, if we're not going to enjoy it at six figures and seven figures, it's not like all of a sudden it'll be this happy journey just Mm -hmm. because the top line revenue is there. It really is about that process.
1: It's about the yeah, and the growth counts. Like personal growth counts.
0: That's such a good point. The personal growth counts. I mean, I would almost argue that's the most important part of living, let alone. I know, right? I know. Right. (laughs) So how can this focus on energetic profit be more beneficial and successful than a focus on financial profit? One
1: I would say that I don't necessarily see it is more beneficial, but I definitely see it as equally beneficial. And the the reason for that is I just, I see a lot of women fall into that idea that money doesn't matter, that money takes a back seat. And, and while I get that and I, I agree on many levels, I, I also know that the truth is if you're in business, money does matter. And if for no other reason, I would say, because it forces you to like face all your money issues and your money blocks and your limiting beliefs, which is huge, which we all, all have every single one of us. And, you know, of course that's a conversation for another day, but I will say that um, one of the reasons I think of this energetic profit, you know, the personal growth, all of it is so important is because it's that um, I just, if, if you study the universal laws at all, there's a law of cause and effect, which really states that every single action in the universe produces a reaction, no matter what. And that's what I think of when I think of an energetic perspective, like just like we were talking about earlier. Like if you think of yourself in that really high on life state, people are reacting to you in one way. And if you're if you're in a state of lower vibration, people are reacting to you in a in a different way. It, it, that's why it matters because it's just so much easier. It's like this win-win. When you feel great, it takes less effort to do your work. More people are naturally attracted to you. And then that leads to more financial success. Like it, to me, it's, it's almost that easy versus the struggle. I just, I I just want to get out of the struggle because I, I, you know, again, like I lived that struggle life for a very long time. Didn't end well.
0: Yeah. And I know we've talked a little bit about your story before and you had some good financial success in that Mm -hmm. business Mm -hmm. that you had when you were so young, that startup and yet there wasn't much of uh, profit coming in financially or energetically. Could you speak to that a little bit, like that cycle that you experienced? For sure. Yeah, because it was, I mean, it was a big company. Like I said, it, when we left, it was
1: 65 people, but we were kids. I mean, literally kids at the time trying to figure out. So there were so many ups and downs and there were so many like, you know, moments when we, we weren't making any money, but we were still bringing in a lot of money. I mean, it was, it was close to a million dollar multi-million dollar business by the time I left, but you know, the profit on that, I can't even tell you what it was. And it was because we, we eventually sold this business and it was very hard to sell for that reason, which I, and I just felt, I, I remember thinking to myself, this is, so interesting. I mean, we put our heart and souls into this business 24/7. You know, we're making a substantial amount of money and yet at the end of the day, it was no different than if we literally were sleeping on the couch. All. You know, like the profit margin was so so low. And it, I just yeah, and and like you said a lot of people don't talk about that. They just focus on the revenues and You know, revenue is one number, but the profit is what you're really looking for. Can you create a business that works for you, that is works in your energetic profit, like low energy, low uh, effort, and still brings in a profit, still makes you happy that that's to me, that is the goal. And I mean, obviously to make money as well, but you really, you really, really need both.
0: Yeah. So it's like that energetic profit and that financial profit, it sounds like really aren't that far away from each other and they kind of exist yes, in this yeah, 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 snowball cycle. For sure. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that really, you know, speaks to this idea. If you talk to the money mindset people and, you know, you start discussing, well, what is money really? It It's an energy exchange. I know. I
1: know. You know? Well, it, and the thing is, I, I saw a, a meme the other day that was you maybe you've seen it but it was just like the a picture of a dollar bill and it was said this this is just a piece of paper why is it controlling your life and I there was something about that that was so interesting to me because it does it money yeah money is a whole other conversation
0: for sure yeah it's pretty interesting you go back through time and it was not this piece of paper it was. And energy shells exchange. Yeah. Or, yes, yes. You know, like there's, it could be any stand in for the actual <laughs> physical object, but it's about this idea of exchanging your value for right. some other value. Right. And, you know, obviously way back, there was sort of that barter system of like, I'll trade two of my goats for one of your cows, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. it didn't always work out that way. And what if I don't need any cows, mm-hmm. but you still want my goats, but I could use a haircut. Right? Yeah, so, exactly. so then money came into form and that's how we exchange the value with each other to make sure that everyone is kind of taken care of yeah. in the process of giving away the best of ourselves.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's just kind of funny that, that, that it's become something that the focus it's the, it's, it's the, it's the measure of success. It's the, it, you know, in so many ways, it's like the focus for so many programs. And I, yeah, I just think that the other piece of it, this personal growth, this gets set to the side and that's kind of too bad. Yeah. But I would also say it's not there's no um crime in wanting six figures, seven figures. Like it's it's just what you want. It's just that I feel like you don't need to shame people that don't want it. That's that's the issue I have with it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean I yeah. have my own six figure goals for exactly. my business. But I work with all kinds of people who are like, you know, I just I'm comfortable in my life. My retirement is comfortable or my husband makes enough money or you know for whatever right. reason they exactly. just don't need that kind of cash flow in their lifestyle and so why not readjust that idea of success to what actually does work for them exactly
1: and it's it, and it i think it stops people from starting because of those messages out there in the universe which yeah that's why i love your message so much
0: thank you yeah i think it can be really discouraging to uh-huh. be treated like, Oh, look at your cute little business. You know, mm-hmm. I think we, as mm-hmm. women have mm-hmm. had enough of that overall mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. time and history yeah. that, you know, we don't need to perpetuate it perpetuated in this idea of showing up in our power and using yeah. our gifts and talents to help people in a real way. Um, even if that only means, you know, a multiple five figure business, that's great. Like that, exactly. that can be amazing. That is still you standing in your power. And there's no so reason for true. anyone to belittle that. Totally, hundred percent agree with that. Oh, this is such a good conversation. I feel like we could go on and on and on. <laughs> but for the sake of wrapping it up here, um, why don't you share with us your favorite business hack?
1: For me, it's doing something to m- make that shift from head to heart or head head to embodiment. And and I just like, for me, it's like uh, giving myself a thirty day deadline for something. Like giving yourself a commit to something for 30 days, even if it's a really small action that moves the needle, because action gives you so much more data, and it gives you so much more bodily knowledge. And and by that, I mean, like, even if you if your goal was, it doesn't even matter what the action is, it's just a stretch for you. And it's not the same for everyone. So I was working with somebody who really wanted to do get more comfortable with social media. And it was a stretch for her to do it. So it was like, well, well, can you post something for 30 days? And and even that was too big a stretch. It just gave her anxiety to the thought of doing something for 30 days. So it was like, okay, well, can you can you write the a post for 30 days, but not post it just like in a Google doc or something? And if that's too much for you, then it was just like, can you come up with a title for, of 30 posts? Because it doesn't matter what it is. It's gotta be a stretch for you. And I I know I've been in programs before where it's like, the, uh, the air quotes assignment is, is too big a leap for where I am. And then it just causes all this, you know, again, going back to energy, it's like too much anxiety and you just kind of shut down. That's my favorite hack by far is, but, but to really commit and do it for 30 days, because at the end of 30 days, you hundred percent will be in a different place, good or bad. It'll, it'll change something.
0: Yeah. I love that. And what's a piece of advice mm. that you'd like to share with the business gal pals out there, life or business?
1: I would say that there is no right way to do anything. I mean, and that because that was a hard, long, hard learned lesson for me. And as um, someone who strived to do the best and getting it right was really my entire life for a, a long period of time. I just I know there's no one right, right way. I know there's so many people who are recovering perfectionists, but, but we just, we're like, we do live in a culture where it's like, we've been ingrained to think that the right way leads to nirvana and the wrong way leads to failure. And that, so in my mind, it's no wonder hesitation happens or second guessing happens, or where we look to the external world for, you know, how we should be, how we should, what we should do, you know, that kind of thing. And I just think that's why sometimes I just, I feel like I, what I do I describe what I do as helping spiritually awake entrepreneurs become fearlessly genuine because it's really not about anyone's right way it's it's about finding your way that way that works for you and in is alignment with you and then owning that making that work. I mean honestly I just feel like that is the secret to all of it. <laughs>
0: I agree. I couldn't agree more. I mean, yeah, you heard it here, gal pals. Two ladies who've done it the quote-unquote right way long enough to figure out that that doesn't work. Exactly. (laughs) Let go of it and just find your way. Awesome. Well, if people who are listening want to get in touch with you, Debbie, where can they find you?
1: Um, They can go to my website. I'm at debbiecipowicz.com, and that's S-I-P is in Paul O-W-I-C-Z, cat zebra. I think that's probably the best way to get, get a hold of me.
0: Awesome. We'll put that in the show notes, gal pals. So you can find it real easy. And I just want to thank you so much for having this conversation with me, Debbie, every time we get together and we connect, it's just like a breath of fresh air. So thank you for bringing that to the show. <laughs> thank you
1: so much. It was a pure pleasure.